Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, April 1st. I'm Wayne Pratt. If she wins Tuesday's election, Treasurer Tashara Jones would be the first black woman to be mayor of St. Louis. It's a perspective she says the city desperately needs. I'm unapologetically black and put that uh, at, you know, at the forefront of every decision that I make. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman will have a profile of Jones in just a few minutes. Research from Washington University finds some antibodies that were effective against the original coronavirus are no match for fast-spreading variants. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, the study suggests patients might need COVID-19 booster shots. Some coronavirus variants have tiny genetic errors in the spike protein coding the virus. That's important because scientists use the spike protein from the original virus as a kind of template for designing vaccines and antibody treatments. The WashU team tested three variants with these spike mutations against a panel of antibodies. A single mutation helped some variants evade the antibodies, says WashU graduate student Rita Chen. I remember like seeing the data and I was like, oh, wow, this mutation is going to be a problem. Chen says it may be necessary to tweak COVID-19 vaccines and lab-made antibodies to better match newly emerging strains. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Schools in Illinois will receive $7 billion from the most recent federal stimulus package. Governor J.B. Pritzker's administration says the money will be spread among approximately 850 districts. Pritzker's early childhood education leader, Dr. Jamila Jordan, says the money should be targeted at mitigating the effects of learning loss during the pandemic. We want Illinois' youngest children and their families back in their early care and education settings to provide the necessary systems of supports that will facilitate our youngest children's learning recovery. The Illinois State Board of Education, educational advocacy organizations, and public schools statewide are recommending ways schools can spend the money to recover from the pandemic. They include shorter summer breaks. The fabulous Fox Theater will hold concerts and comedy shows this month for the first time since last year's pandemic-induced shutdown. It's also planning for this fall's return of Broadway shows. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports. The Fox will reopen to audiences of no more than 250 people April 17th with a comedy show. But many people will be looking forward to the return of Broadway shows in the fall. Its 2021-2022 season will include Hamilton, Cats, Pretty Woman, and My Fair Lady. Fox officials say the theater's reopening is possible because more people are receiving the COVID-19 vaccine and the theater has new cleaning procedures. John O'Brien is director of programming for the Fox. We're feeling pretty confident that things will come back strong and it may take some individuals a little more time to feel comfortable. So we're going to do everything we can to make sure people feel that when they come back. Fox patrons will sit in socially distant spaces and have to wear masks for the April and May shows. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. A former Missouri state representative has been sentenced to 21 months in prison for misusing campaign funds for personal expenses. 
Courtney Curtis was also ordered to repay the more than $47,000 he mishandled. The Democrat from Ferguson pleaded guilty late last year to wire fraud and defrauding campaign donors in 2016 and 2017, while also filing false finance reports to cover it up. The election for mayor of St. Louis is Tuesday. Treasurer Tashara Jones and 20th Ward Alderwoman Kara Spencer are the first two women to run against each other head-to-head for the office. And as a black woman, Jones would break the last barrier to the office. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports. It took St. Louis until 1993 to elect a black mayor and 2017 to elect a woman mayor. Jones says the potential to make history leaves her with butterflies. And it feels um, really amazing at times, uh, scary at others. Um, but I'll, the, the things that are kind of guiding me uh, is, you know, how many uh, young girls and other single moms um, will now see that this is a possibility. Jones says the city needs the perspective of a black woman to move forward. I'm unapologetically black and put that uh, at, you know, at the forefront of, you know, when I'm sitting at tables and, and making decisions and putting that in the middle of every decision that I make. Whoever wins will have to start making decisions almost immediately. Under the city charter, the mayor is sworn in two weeks after the general election. Jones says her experience, including four years in the state house and two full terms as treasurer, means she is in the best position to get started quickly. We don't have time for leadership that has to learn on the job. Electing a mayor with executive experience, uh, relationships on the local, state, and national level, and a background in healthcare is what this moment demands. One of the biggest tasks facing the next mayor will be working with aldermen and the city's budget office to spend $500 million from the latest federal coronavirus relief package. Jones says no matter what, her spending decisions will, quote, put people first, whether it's helping pay rent, boosting small businesses, or improving access to Wi-Fi. And again, uh, paying attention to the pandemic, uh, working with our flagship universities, our community health centers, our community health workers, uh, to make sure that uh, people have the right information and uh, getting as many people vaccinated as, as possible. Jones's willingness to advocate for those on the front lines of COVID-19 led the Service Employees International Union to endorse her early on. Lavetta Richardson, a nursing assistant at Mary Queen and Mother in Shrewsbury, helped the union make the announcement in January. I know that Tashawa will stand with the working people of the city. She will keep battling COVID and to help us straight lives where we have thrived. Other labor unions, which have long held political sway in St. Louis, have either stayed out of the mayor's race or are supporting Jones's opponent, Kara Spencer. But that doesn't mean Jones is lacking for endorsements. She has the backing of County Executive Sam Page, Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas, and a majority of the Board of Aldermen. Some local and national progressive organizations are also on her side. Ben Cohen of Ben & Jerry's recently helped her volunteers make phone calls. Jones says these endorsements represent relationships she can use to get resources for St. Louis. But while they're nice, she says, they aren't the most important ones she has received. The one that's been the most proud for me is uh, was the 57 percent of voters who approved me to go on to the runoff. Both women say the results of the primary show the city is ready for a change from the political old guard. And both use the word progressive to describe their policies. For Jones, that means shifting the priorities of the mayor's office. 
That's what you know. progress means, moving forward. And then progress is also having relationships and the skill set to be ready to lead on day one. Regardless of who wins, the next mayor will be a single mother to a school-aged son. Jones calls that a wonderful testament to the city. I want him to take away that from this campaign and, and just my career in general that uh, that women are strong, uh, that women can do uh, just almost anything that, that men can do. Polls open in this historic race Tuesday at 6 a.m. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. We'll have a profile of Jones's opponent, Kara Spencer, tomorrow. Our Fred Ehrlich edited today's report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I hope you get to enjoy this April Fool's Day, or as we called it in our house growing up, Dad's birthday. Hope he has a great day at the family headquarters up north. We are a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.